Hello everyone and welcome back to the Drew View. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at another possible reason that Tucker Carlson was fired or parted ways with Fox News. And we're also going to be looking at the Republican debt ceiling bill that was passed. I'm Drew Bennett and you're listening to the Drew View. Alrighty, folks, thank you guys for coming back to another episode. This is the last episode of the week. I do apologize. It is going to be another short episode because my throat is still bothering me. Hopefully, I'll have my voice back and my throat will be better by Monday and we'll be good to go for that episode. But today, the first story I want to talk about is what happened with Tucker Carlson. Now, I focused a lot about who he was as a commentator, and I did talk a little bit about potential reasons he was let go of or he left Fox News. But I think uh, Vanity Fair, they put out an article, I believe it was yesterday or today, and they put out an article that was very interesting, and it proposed another theory for why Tucker could have potentially left Fox or why Fox could have potentially gotten rid of Tucker. Now, if you think about the theories that have been proposed thus far, other than this one, you have the theory that Tucker just left. He wanted to do something else, but that wouldn't make sense because he said that he was going to be back Monday on his last episode. Most people wouldn't say that if they're planning on leaving. Another theory that was proposed was that it had something to do with the lawsuit that Fox News was facing, and they had to get rid of Tucker Carlson because he was very controversial, although that really wouldn't make a whole lot of sense because there were people that were saying even more crazy, radical stuff than Tucker. Granted, they had less of a following than Tucker, but that one was probably the most likely theory, though it still left a lot of gaps. This theory, though, is one, uh, this one by Vanity Fair, is one that I found interesting and also scary at the same time. So the article title reads, Tucker Carlson's prayer talk may have led to Fox News ouster. Quote, that stuff freaks Rupert out. End quote. Now, when you look at that, there was a speech that Tucker gave. I actually watched part of this speech, didn't watch the whole thing, but it was part of the Heritage Foundation. Uh, He was giving a speech there, and I thought it was a pretty decent speech. I didn't watch the whole thing. Uh, You know, I started watching it and just didn't have time to finish it. But I did get to part of it where he was talking about needing uh, to say a prayer for our country and how people should be spending more time and taking more time out of their day to just say a prayer for our country. Nothing that controversial, nothing that out of the ordinary something that most people, you know, would say, yeah, that's fine. And the reason that this was even brought up was this speech that he gave at the Heritage Foundation came so close to when he was ousted from Fox News. Now, I believe he gave his speech, it was sometime either the week before he was canned or the weekend before he was canned. And It just leaves you wondering, did this speech have something to do with it? And Vanity Fair is speculating, yes. Now, in this article, it goes on to state that during this uh, Heritage Foundation remarks, 
he talked a lot about things that had a lot of religious overtones. He talked about how the politics in our country is a decision between good and evil. He said the people who were advocating for trans rights and DEI programs want to destroy America and that they couldn't be persuaded with facts. He said that we should stop even engaging in these fraudulent debates. He also said that I've concluded it might be worth just taking 10 minutes out of your busy day to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. But a source came forward and said, that's, he said, quote, that stuff freaks Rupert out. He doesn't like all the spiritual talk, end quote. And that gets us thinking, right? It, it leads us down this rabbit hole that, wow, is it that Tucker Carlson gave a speech with a lot of religious overtones? Is it that that made Rupert Murdoch, one of the, or I guess the owner of Fox News, was it that that made him fire Tucker Carlson, who, keep in mind, had the best ratings out of any political commentary or news host in the history of America. And I'm talking about like three and a half million views a night is something that a lot of other people aren't doing, aren't getting. That was the most out of anybody in history. And the fact that they would fire him or get rid of him without releasing any sort of statement explaining why they chose to do so is very confusing. And it leads us down this rabbit hole where it's like, if they're refusing to say why they got rid of him, is it because they want to hide something that they don't want us to see? And you look at a situation like this, and a lot of conservatives, a lot of people who watch Fox News are religious people. They are people who would agree with what Tucker said. And if it comes out that this is true, so many more people will stop watching Fox News. So is it that they thought that they would be able to fire Tucker because he gave a speech where he used a lot of religious overtones and because of that, they were going to fire him from the network and nobody was going to notice that that was the reason why? If they thought that that was possible, uh, they better rethink and they better consider uh, stating an apology or doing something. They got to do something because they've already lost, I believe, right around a billion dollars already because of losing Tucker. Now, the reason that a lot of people are inclined to believe in this and are inclined to believe that it's because he was calling for prayer and speaking in a lot of religious language. I think a lot of reason, like the biggest reason that people are jumping to this conclusion and stating, oh yeah, that's probably why he was fired was because there was no statement released. If it was because there were allegations of sexual harassment, sexual assault, a bad workplace, anything like that, they would have came out and said that that's why they're letting him go. If it were because of something to do with Dominion or the lawsuit, I feel like they still probably would have came out and said that he was promoting lies on his show and we had to get rid of him because that. But there were other people on the network spreading that same information, even more so than Tucker was. So it seems unlikely that that's the case. So it brings us back to this point. Was he fired because he gave a religious overtoned speech. And if that's the case, I don't think any Christian should be tuning in to Fox News 
and helping to pad Rupert Murdoch's pockets. That's not going to go over well. Fox News also lost Dan Bongino. He was also a very strong conservative. I don't know his religious views, and I don't know if that had anything to do with him leaving or if he was doing his own thing. I'm not sure how uh, that was related to it, but I do know that I believe it was four years, or not four years, excuse me, four days before Tucker left, Dan Bongino left. And seeing these people leave, these high-profile, prominent conservative speakers who would get on and speak the truth, it's very concerning. It's very concerning for our media. It's very concerning for the conservative movement. And I think for Fox News especially, this is really going to solidify a lot of people's disdain for the network. A lot of people didn't like that Fox was becoming less conservative. They were becoming more moderate, which... I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's good to have other voices. I don't think you need to have just an echo chamber where people hear uh, confirmation bias over and over again. I think it's good to push back on preconceived notions and ideas that people already hold. But I think that doing so in a way in which you still preserve truth and you still make sure that what you're trying to do is get toward truth is something that's very important. And if you're going to fire somebody or you're going to let somebody go because they gave a speech about religion, which Christianity, most viewers of Fox News would believe is true. If they're getting away from that and they're getting away from conservative values, then to a lot of people who watch them, they're getting away from truth. And a lot of people are saying, whoa, 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 why are we taking this step away from truth and toward a more liberal, progressive view that, oh, it's your truth, whatever your truth is. If you believe in this religion, that's fine. If you believe in that religion, that's fine. Whatever religion you believe in, it's all good. That's not where you can be. There's no middle ground in religion. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the light. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. He says it loud and clear. So if they're going to deny Christianity and all those who believe Christianity to be true need to say, hold on, why am I watching a network that is firing somebody and not just firing somebody, but firing Tucker Carlson, their biggest ratings uh, juggernaut, the one who gets more ratings than anybody else in the news sphere. Why would they fire him? Because of what he said, and all he said was that he needed to, that we needed to take some time to pray for the country, and that a lot of the issues going on in our country is a battle between good and evil. That is not something that is so controversial that it's worth losing a job over. Not at all. Any other job, if you lost your job because of that, it would be seen as outrageous, the fact that someone would fire you because you told others to pray for the country or pray for the company, anything like that. It's just outrageous to me. And I think that if Fox News doesn't get their act together and they don't start putting more people who do speak the truth, who do care about truth, who do care about a Christian perspective, who do care about a conservative point of view, if they start putting on nothing but moderates and 
secularists who don't believe in conservative values and who don't believe in uh, Christianity, you're going to alienate all the people who watched you. It's the biggest way to lose money that I can think of. And I understand if Rupert Murdoch didn't like what Tucker said, that is understandable. But you can't take something that you dislike and that quote-unquote freaks you out and use that to then say, well, I think that's ground enough to fire the guy who gets the most ratings in my entire company and that is the reason that half of my viewers listen to the channel. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think that something needs to change at Fox News if they ever want to get their base of viewers back. And if not, they're going to be overtaken by somebody else. Now, I think the future is bright for Tucker Carlson. He came on, he released a video, and he said, see you soon. We don't know where that's going to be, whether that's going to be at One American News, Newsmax, uh, if that's going to be online, maybe he's going to partner with Rumble. Maybe he'll do something with Daily Wire. Maybe he'll do something with uh, any of those. The Blaze, uh, there were jokes made about that. But any of those that he decides to do, he will be successful in because people like Tucker because he tells the truth. Or at least he tries to get toward the truth. And I think that's what people are so desperate for. So many people followed Tucker because they were desperate for someone who would just find truth and not truth that was your truth or my truth or whoever's truth but objective truth one truth there's not multiple truths it's one and i think that people watch tucker because he went toward that and his religious statements show that even further but we'll see what ends up happening what ends up coming out if fox news tells us what happened if tucker tells us uh it'll be interesting to see but we'll keep updated on that now taking a look at the next story we have kevin mccarthy led republican house of representatives passed a debt ceiling increase uh, a bill that was going to increase the debt ceiling and only four republicans voted against it it did pass but it is looking unlikely to pass in the Senate and Biden is most likely going to veto it when it comes to his desk. Now, what it essentially does is it increases the debt ceiling, but a lot of Republicans state that he must agree to do some trimming of the federal budget because if you're going to raise the borrowing limit, you're going to have to do some trimming. McCarthy stated that we have lifted the debt ceiling, so nobody could worry about whether the debt ceiling is going to get lifted. We did it. The Democrats have not. The president wants to make sure the debt ceiling is going to be lifted. Sign this bill. That's what he said in the press conference. So he's saying, we'll raise the debt ceiling. We'll do what you want, but you need to cut some government spending. And I think everybody knows that that's something we need to do. Now, one of the reasons that this is so important is because if the House and Senate and Biden cannot come together and decide what to do with this agreement for the debt ceiling, the federal government's at risk of not being able to pay its bills in early June. Uh, We'll default for the first time in American 
history, which would be very, very scary. And the Republicans are at the negotiating table. They're saying, we're willing to do this, this, and this, but you have to cut some government spending. And all the Democrats want to do is say, nope, we're going to spend as much as we want, but raise the debt ceiling. And Republicans are saying, we can't do that. That's not smart. And the Democrats essentially are saying, we don't care. Kevin McCarthy has been making some pretty important posts and just some different things that I think are worth noting. One of them is that if we bury our heads in the sand and ignore the debt crisis, as President Biden is doing, over the next 10 years, 17.5% of our taxes will be used just to pay interest on our national debt. Not money on defense or social programs like Social Security and Medicare, not even any part of the debt itself, just the interest. That's pretty crazy. Almost 20% of our taxpayer dollars will go to paying interest on our debt. We can't keep doing this and being irresponsible with our spending. He also said, like every other household in America, if Washington wants to spend more, it needs to save more somewhere else. This isn't controversial. It's common sense. I invite the president to get serious and join Republicans at the table. Why is this so hard for people to understand? You can't just keep printing money or just making money out of thin air and stating, oh yeah, we're just going to keep increase, increasing our spending over and over and over again. It's not going to keep working like that, guys. We have to start making responsible financial decisions. I don't mean to sound like, you know, the the dad over here, but come on. We can't just being we can't just be acting stupid and doing whatever feels good in the moment. We actually have to think about the future of our country. I know that uh climate change is a big thing that everybody focuses on, but our future economy would also be nice to preserve. And if we leave our kids with so many trillions in debt that almost half of their taxpayer dollars are going to paying simply interest on that debt. Are you kidding me? I don't think we're going to be able to survive that much longer. I think there's going to have to be some common sense negotiations that happen where Republicans and Democrats get together and say, okay, I know that you want this and I want this. We have to come to the table and do what is smart, not only right now, but for the future of the country. And hopefully they will come to the table and they'll do what's right and what's best and in the best interest of the American people. I know that's having a lot of faith in people that uh, I don't particularly have much faith in. But nevertheless, it is great to dream about uh, these people coming together and doing a rational decision and doing something that would be in the best interest of America. Alrighty, guys, thank you for sticking around until the end of the episode. I got to cut it off there because my throat is really sore now. But again, hopefully it's better by Monday. I'm going to finish with my closing prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this day, another opportunity for me to come on and speak. Lord, I just ask that the words that I say are a reflection of you. Lord, help my voice to get better so I'm able to come back on again Monday. Father, be with our country, our leadership. Give them knowledge and wisdom that they need to make the best decisions that are a reflection of you and that are the most impactful for us. Father, we pray for 
those who are hurting, those who are healing, and those who need to draw close to you during this time, which honestly is everybody. We love you, Lord. We praise you. And in Jesus' name, amen. You guys know what to do be sure to subscribe to the channel wherever you get your podcasts share the channel with your friends help me grow the channel have more people listening to the drew view i can't wait to see you guys back here again next week but until then stay blessed